who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. I remember, like, when I got divorced, I was like, when I'm going to change my name, like, my last name. I had changed my last name, you mm-hmm. know, because I was like a dumb 20-year-old that let myself get bullied into changing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, you can change it to anything you want. And I really, like, I didn't want to keep my parents' last name because, like, they suck, you know? (laughs) It's like, we're getting rid of one abuser's name. Why are we changing it back to the original one? Yeah. (laughs) But I I want to do Summers for Buffy. Like, I thought about that. That was was the closest I came to picking something was do Brooke Summers. That's the gayest thing ever, Brooke. I know. I I love it. I know. I'm such a dyke. It's (laughs) great. Like, I'm wearing a sports bra right now. Yeah. (laughs) Again. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that's a Sarah in the streets and a Tegan in the sheets. <laughs> I'm Carrie Berg. And I'm Sarah York. And today we'll be diking out with stand-up comedian Brooke Arnold on the topic of threesomes. Hello. We're so lucky to have Brooke here today because not only is she a hilarious comedian, just one of my favorite comics in New York, but she's also been a critical part of the national conversation right now about abuse scandals, uh, specifically within the fundamentalist Christian communities. And that's where you may have seen her um, on national TV or in magazines like Marie Claire. So Brooke, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Carrie uh, is very like dykey. Yeah, That's what I thought. Like it's it a strong dyke name. It's a dyke name. Carrie sure. is like your aunt's friend who's lived with her for a long time. And yeah. you're like, when you're in your are late they? 20s, are you're like, they? wait, I think yeah. they're just lesbians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like I dated a guy in Texas and like his uh, his aunt was obviously gay. And I just made a nonchalant comment, you know, like uh-huh. not thinking anything of it. And he was like, that's her best friend, Judy. <laughs> 
they met in tall Texans, and I was like, I bet they did. Yeah, I bet they did. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a group for like Texas women who are over six foot two. What? But it's like this is. It's just it's basically like a lesbian. I'm sorry, it's a lesbian front. There's a pilot writing itself right now. Like tall Texans. Tall Texans. Tall I, I thought Tall Texans well, was going to be like a, a, handle. a store for like <laughs> cowboy gear, but yeah. for like tall, big and tall people. cowboy. Yeah, gear. I really thought it was big and like tall James cowboy Comey's gear. Comey's cowboy Wrangler pants. Yeah, but really, it's just a, a front for lesbians. I think oh it's, yeah, I think it is. And so I was like, Judy's obviously your aunt's girlfriend. You know, like what the fuck? And it had never occurred to him, but he was so upset. You know, no, they met in a group for super tall, like Texas women. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I know. What? What's the tagline for that? Like, are you sick of talking to friends and having to look down? Yeah, Come like to how- tall text. <laughs> Jeans it's- shopping. Doesn't it suck? It's like really strangely <laughs> popular there. Like, there's like a lot of tall Texas, wow. tall Texas groups. Like, my friend. Uh, who's young is in one too, and she's like, "I'm six two. I'm in the tall tech. I'm a tall Texan, and it's it's weird." Where are the tall? Like, the, I need other state groups to have a tall <laughs> thing. I would have taken Sarah, advantage of that when I was start. yeah. When I was, I grew up in Nebraska. So the tall, tall Nebraskans. I would have been great. <laughs> How tall are you? Six feet. Damn. Yeah. So jealous. It's it's nice. I used to hate it. Now it's my. I love it. I would love I love, it. like, I love uh, being a physical, I love physically intimidating men, like, and emotionally and psychologically, but when you physically are taller than them, there's a there's a power dynamic that's a little different. Like, I just, I, I sort of don't get any, most guys don't really give me any shit, and it's kind of amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's because I'm, I lumber over them. Yeah. Which I used to hate when I was in high school, because I was very self-conscious about, like, my size and I was also much bigger in high school and like I I hated the fact that I was tall and now I'm like thank fucking god yeah I would love to be tall like I would just, just like I would be such an asshole though <laughs> like I think I'd be in prison if I were tall like I think how, how tall are you five foot like, five foot oh. just barely five, five. barely hitting, barely hitting five foot here. yeah like just yeah like I might be exaggerating. Like oh, if I'm great. if I'm doing a lot of exercise, I'll shrink down to four ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my excuse for it. not doing it. I'm like, well, I'll just be fat and one inch taller. <laughs> do, do you ever get on stage and after like a really tall guy, and then you have to like put adjust oh, the yeah, mic way yeah. up to just like the mic is above your head? Yeah, <laughs> that happens to me. Like that happens to me like all the time, and like. They make jokes about it, but I, I have a funny thing where people who haven't met me in person are always surprised. They like are surprised by how short I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm so like loud and like aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I only got this loud because I'm short. Like I would be like <laughs> yeah. a nice, I would be nicer if I maybe I don't know. I like, no just the it way you are, ways. Yeah. I, could, I could be in prison or I could be nicer. It could go because I'm very <laughs> tall and loud. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, Hey, Brooke. Hi. Hi. Uh, We're having a threesome on this podcast. Let's talk about threesomes. I feel like I'm so unqualified for this topic. Oh, we can pick another topic (laughs) if you want. We could do threesomes. Okay. We can do all the hypothetical threesomes I haven't had. Well, I haven't had. Speaking of hypothetical threesomes, I learned that I was bisexual from watching The X-Files. Oh, okay. I feel like I have to say that because there's a... Karina has... Karina is uh, a, Yeah, she has stickers on her laptop of Scully. I couldn't figure out if I wanted to hook up with Mulder or Scully more. And mm-hmm. so I kind of was like, well, I guess 
I could go either you way. You don't have to pick anyone yeah. for more. Yeah. That would be like they would definitely that would definitely be like a ideal threesome though. But I think that I feel like Mulder wouldn't be that great in that scenario though. Like I think They're, he would be too intimidated by They never are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up I gave up long ago the idea that like men are ever gonna be adequate at sex. Like that's just like you know <laughs> I just invested in good vibrators. And oh I was my like, god. That... Let's make out and then you could leave and I'll do finished job. <laughs> that's like that's fantastic. That's like my ideal date. It's yeah. like let's fool around. Well let's fool around and then you could leave and I'll get myself off (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing that that needs to be like a pull quote on some of our merch (laughs) i gave up long ago (laughs) (laughs) it is terrible it's terrible every time they're all so bad at it none of them like there's no because there's no humility there's no like Mm -hmm. am i doing like what there's no like figuring it out it's just like there's no growth mentality. Right, right. <laughs> There's no, like, idea, right? There's no idea yeah. you can just, like, what do you like? It's very much like, I'm either good at this or not. And yeah. we're not going to talk about it if I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's all, but it's all I want to talk about if I'm good at it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> There's got to be an age where men hit that they just refuse to get better like to learn anymore like i wonder if learn there's anything this, or yeah like- well just like well specifically with sex but like i bet i bet there's probably men in like their late teens early 20s who who do want to figure it out but like then they just hit like a certain age like no i'm just this is how i do it yeah like, this is it I can't I, imagine teaching like a forty-year-old man like something new. I think they all get like I think their sex drives go down so much too by the time they're thirty. I've heard they that. Just don't give a fuck. It's wonderful. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I've heard that. Like it, that's like one of the things that when they talk about like men and women and sex and like we hit our peaks at different not peaks but like our drives tend to spike at different ages. Yeah, I know women I'm it's told. around 40. Yeah, but men I think it's supposed to be like in their 20s. They're early, like 18, or like 18 to oh, yeah, it's even 18. earlier. Oh man. Yeah. Like 18, 19. Yeah, it's really yeah. young. And then it just kind of it's just so like we're kind of hitting those peaks and valleys at a different place in our lives. So, I don't know, I've never fucked a dude. Yeah. Me neither. Are you a gold star? Yeah, both, both of you. Wow. Yeah. That's really diking out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it made it, we felt qualified to start a podcast only because of that. Only because of yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I I just can't wait till you're like me too moment happens. It's gonna be some guy being like, We had consensual sex. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, How fucking dare you? Right, you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna get you're gonna get like famous. And some yeah. like dude, some dude that you do in college is gonna come out like mm. we had I had sex with her. And I'm like, you just brought my entire facade down. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Burke loves the dick. <laughs> that would be like the worst thing someone could say about Isn't me. Isn't that funny? I like that. I like that idea. It's a little close to home because I, I do have this fear that... So I've had like sort of threesomes mm. twice, but um, but I never like had sex with the, with the guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm always afraid that one day like one of those guys is going to see me and be like, she's not as gay she says she is. Yeah. But like the two threesomes I had were like horrible experiences for me and um it was like i had 
zero interest in really being with with the guy. Right. Like, um, I, I guess I can get more into that. Yeah, <laughs> in a yeah. Bit, but <laughs> Ugh, I can't uh, imagine. Yeah, Isn't that like, crazy? Like that I hope level those of forget about it. <laughs> that level of authenticity fear that you're worried that you some dude is going to come along and be like, you're not gay enough to be you. Like that's yeah. like yeah. like that's so crazy that we think that way. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. But I do that all the time too. Like I've been working on some projects and I. Like, so, like, I get so paranoid about what if people say this about me? And what if people say, you know, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. threesomes. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I I wanted you to talk about threesomes because you have a joke in uh, your act about couples asking you to be part of threesomes. I, get, I think it's very funny the, the insight you have into it. Yeah, I get offered a lot of threesomes. Like, just a shocking number of them. Like, <laughs> I, get, I get hit on more by couples than by, like, guys by themselves or okay. women by themselves, which is weird. Yeah. Right? That's an odd... I... <sighs> the thing about couples hitting on you is it's so interesting when couples do that to people because it's enough for one person to, like, be like, yeah, I to have the confidence to like, I'm gonna hit on this person. But like, two people together have to like agree to have that confidence to approach a person and be like, yeah, you know what? I think she, I think she wants to fuck both of us. Yeah, <laughs> really, guys. Me, you really us. think like, I don't know. It's just like it's an interesting like level of of like agreement and confidence that a couple has to have to be like, you know, it'd be a real stretch if it was just one of us hitting on her, but like. Both of us are, I don't know, it's like such an undertaking. I just, like, I've never felt, I like, I just can't even imagine, like, be, like, getting to, I've never been in the point in a relationship where we've had that conversation, and so, like, that's almost, like, shocking in itself to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like you're always kind of, like, trying to hide if you're attracted to, I, like, feel like in most relationships you're trying to hide when you're attracted to other people, you're not trying to be like, hey, let's go. Like, I wonder where that initial, the first conversation about that was. You know, where they're just like, I don't know. I feel like, like it's when they're she's out. She's hot, right? And they're like, mm, uh, right, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like they're bored and they're out, and they've, yeah. you know, had something to drink or had something to snort. Yeah, and yeah. Then they <laughs> start getting how a many, lot of how inspiration. Many, how many threesomes do you think are just purely fueled by cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cocaine's got to be the official of drug of threesomes it has for to sure. Be, it has to be. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> On my birthday last year, I was uh, I was out with my uh, really good friend of mine, um, and he uh, he we met this really attractive man. He we met this really attractive man. He looked like a Persian George Clooney. He was a ridiculously mm, okay. handsome. He was like ridiculously handsome. And I'm not like a, I'm not like a ooh kind of like yeah. I'm like a, you know I'm a. I'm bi, but I'm more, like, sexually attracted to, like, female strangers. I don't, like, check dudes out. It's right, like, right. Dudes. <laughs> like, dudes. It's like I do it because I have to do it, not because I want to do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we're forced. But uh, we, we were this, this George Clooney guy basically invites us over to his house uh, after the club closes. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend lies to him and, like, kind of, like, leads him on, lets him think that we're going to have a threesome with him <laughs> so that he'll give us cocaine right. and wine. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But I have no idea that this is what's been promised. <laughs> oh, you didn't, okay, so you didn't know that that I was... I didn't know. I didn't see the interaction. That communication between, wasn't brought the, to yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't see the interaction between them. He just comes up to me and he's like, Brooke, we're going over to this guy's house. And I was like, we are? And he was like, yeah, he was like, he's got great wine and some like blow. And yeah. I was like... Oh, cool. That yeah. sounds fun. Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> and 
Persian guy sees your enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. across the room is like, wow, she's yeah, into yeah. it too. Oh, no, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, Theatrically. Like, like, we, got to, we got to his apartment, this really nice apartment. We're like uh, listening to music and like doing, like I'm just like sitting there. He's sitting on the couch with my friend and I'm sitting on the floor like across from them doing like lines off the yeah. coffee table. And I'm just like in the middle of a line. I look up at him and I was like, boy, you sure do talk about threesomes a lot. Uh, <laughs> And my friend, I could just like looked. I saw his eyes, and I was like, "Oh, that bastard!" <laughs> I knew immediately he had promised that guy. Oh, that's great! But I'm so dumb. I sat there for over an hour, just like, "Oh, we're having fun, right?" <laughs> Thanks for the free drugs. That's oh, amazing. God. I went. I when I first moved here, I went back like home with a couple, not realizing even at all that they wanted to have a threesome with me. Yeah. And like I, I swear to, I was so oblivious. I had no idea. They were so fun. They were friend. They were friends of my really good friends. So it's not like I met them. They weren't like strangers or anything. Yeah. And they were staying really close by in this like amazing apartment. So I was like, yeah. And I just was like, I thought we were just gonna like drink and have fun. And like, about thirty minutes into the the husband and I talking about Game of Thrones on the on the balcony, he was like, so are you are you gonna like are you gonna fuck my wife or what? And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, Wow. I, I, I had no idea that that was the only reason. In hindsight, I should have known. I should have known that like, also. I really, yeah. Yeah. In, in hindsight, it was so, so clear. But I yeah. just moved here, and I was like kind of, you know, fresh off the covered wagon from the Midwest. I had no idea. Like, I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't quite, like, feeling myself yet. Like, my confidence was nowhere where it, it is now. And, like, I just... I had I did not pick up on the many signals that they yeah. gave me that they wanted. So did you fuck he, his wife? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I because I didn't want him to be involved because that was the whole thing. It's like she yeah. was gorgeous, but he was a guy, and he's a, he was great. He was fun. I enjoyed hanging out with him, but I just I could never possibly get into like a physical situation with a guy in, At just all. in the room. Yeah, in the room. In the like, room. Yeah. I don't want you in the apartment. Let alone, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I feel like I've probably been in situations where people maybe were thinking it would be headed toward a threesome where I was completely oblivious and yeah. like to this day. I'm sure wasn't. I've been in more than I think. Yeah, yeah because when <laughs> when I when I used to get drunk more often, I would get like very friendly and mm-hmm. like very flirty, even with men. Okay. I would just be like super flirty, very like kind of handsy because okay. I'm just like this very happy drunk or yeah, uh, <laughs> used to be. And um, I I feel like I'm sure I've let a lot of people on, and I think that's kind of what happened with the the second threesome I was in. It yeah. was more so I was at this lesbian bar. And uh, these two guys show up with their girlfriends, and I was like, huh, usually there aren't guys here. These guys look pretty straight, mm-hmm. and um, but they seem kind of nice. So I was talking to this one guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, my my girlfriend's by and she wanted to mm. stop by here and I'm just, you know, being supportive. Yeah. I'm just yeah. being supportive. Being supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 love how they, I love how they spin everything right? to make themselves the hero. Yeah. I'm being supportive. Yeah. You know, I'm just taking one for the I'm team. I'm just doing the right thing. Right. I'm just taking uh. one for the team, making a big sacrifice yeah. for you. What a... Ugh. Well, I mean, I I was being, like, just as stupid that night. So mm-hmm. I, I was, like, stupid drunk and... Uh, in my mind, I was like, okay, his girlfriend's super cute. Um, I just gotten out of a relationship, so I was like 
hard on the rebound yeah. and just wanted to like make out with somebody. But in my mind, I was like, if I make out with him, then maybe she'll get jealous and want to make out with me, oh, which is like a horrible is, line of is, It's the This is why I should never be you're single. You're trying to play That's why I should never that's be like trauma thought. Yeah. That's like weird trauma thought. Like, I'm not going to go for what I want. I'm going to go for this other thing in case yeah. the, the thing that I want notices I'm going for the other thing. That's crazy. It it's is. crazy. I do the same exact shit, though. Like, I, yeah. I feel like I'm usually thing. not that crazy, but that, <laughs> like, looking back, I still can't figure out what must have been going through my mind at the time <laughs> alcohol <laughs> I think it's as simple as that so it somehow it worked though and like she came over and then we started talking and then they um, offered to take me back to my place and I just like moved into a place temporarily because uh-huh. I had broken up with my girlfriend and um, it was like a really cool place I moved into. I'm like, oh, you have to check it out. There's like this rooftop deck, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll drive you home. And my friend, who eventually became my first wife, was there. <laughs> and she knows like how just super gay I am and yeah. was like, I don't think you want to go with them. I was like, oh, no, I'm no, fine. They're just giving me a ride. Yeah. And she's like... No, I don't think you, like, are you sure you want to do this? She picked up on the very obvious signals. Yeah, yeah. And she knew that that wasn't, like, my thing was not going home with couples. So we get back to my place. And as soon as I get there, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, this is what I've done. This is, like, the expectation I've set up. And it really kind of hit me. So I started stalling. So I gave them, like... (laughs) This extensive tour of the townhouse that I was in. <laughs> I'm showing the them pantry. the view of the skyline. Yeah. yeah. So before we have sex, I just want to show you this great toilet paper I got. <laughs> I just want to list off every single thing in my cabinets. Uh, this is Cheerios. <laughs> Even better. Peanut butter. Now with cool, natural right? ingredients. Yes. <laughs> I pulled up YouTube and started making them watch videos of Carol Channing. Oh, my God. That is such a dyke power move. Isn't it? I'm like, maybe this will kill the mood. And then they're like, maybe we'll just put on some music. I'm like, no, watch this clip of Carol Channing being crazy. Carol Channing. Yeah. And they were were like, okay. I could tell they were like a little bit weirded out. And Mm -hmm. then like... Things started to, you know, like get a little bit handsy again. And I just look at the guy. I'm like, if your penis touches me, this is over. All right. <laughs> like, this is not. Please just like, don't touch me. I'm just here for her. That and should he's go like, one of That's our tote cool. bags. If your penis touches me, this yeah. is over. Yeah. So did he watch? Um, Sort of. So what happened then was he was like, he was cool with it. But then it was like. Him and his girlfriend started having sex basically in my bed and like I was making out with her and yeah. like kind of hooking up with her a little bit. But then like at some point I like some point in the beginning, I started just feeling weird and went into my bathroom, which was like connected to the room and uh-huh. just like didn't get out. And they're like, are you OK? I was like, yeah, I'm just changing. Oh, my God. So you, it was so awkward. So did they like. Did they finish fucking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they basically just had like sex in my bed. I was part of it for like, I don't know how long. And then like 
but but like just with the girl and mm. then um like I don't even remember if I was like I don't even think I got undressed mm-hmm. fully. <laughs> it was probably this is exactly a real for them. A threesome to go down no. with me. Yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. Uh I know they fully probably closed in your bathroom. They probably talk about it as like the weirdest threesome they've ever been a part of. <laughs> I'm glad I could do that for them. Oh. And then afterwards they're like, "All right. Well, uh, thanks and, you know, See you later. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And then uh, the next day I found all these like little man hairs in my bed and I was so disgusted. And um, I like signed up for community service. I I, I was like, what am I doing in my life? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're Catholic. So I was like, I need to punish myself. Sign up, uh, signed up That's for some amazing. community service, put myself on the uh, bone marrow registry. Yeah. I'm like, I need to serve some better purpose. <laughs> How then, many like uh, beach cleanups do you show up for and all the lesbians there looking at each other like, did you almost have a threesome with a guy? And they're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all did. Yeah. We're all here. <laughs> yeah. And the, the first time was with a ex-girlfriend of mine and it was a thing where um, we were like, at a house party at her place in college and her guy friend. Um, I was actually trying to orchestrate a hookup between her guy friend and her roommate who seemed to be really into each other. Her and roommate was a man or a woman? A woman. Oh, okay. So I was trying to hook this guy oh, and this I girl see. up. Yeah. Okay. And um, I thought like, you know, I could tell they liked each other mm-hmm. and they were both telling me they liked each other and I was trying to make it happen. And then at some point, it turned into me and my girlfriend and this guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we were kind of like making out with him. But then like she was kind of, I think she was just like by curious yeah. that way. Like she had always been um, pretty, pretty gay mm-hmm. and hadn't really been with a man before. So I think she was curious. Mm-hmm. And But then I was like, but why, why am I here? I don't know. It was a weird thing. And then... Um, yeah, thing, things got weird because I didn't want to really be involved with him. But then right. this is like my girlfriend yeah. that I came from out of town to see. And then at one point. Um, so you came from out of town to see her and she's making out with some dude in front of you? Yeah, it was a very <laughs> toxic I'm, relationship. Yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> it, it gets better. So like at one point um, she starts giving him a blowjob and I'm just there. And I'm like being, I'm like traumatized by this. Of course. Have you yeah. ever seen someone get a blowjob before? No. Okay. That was no. like, because you've never given one, right? No. I've, okay. I've never given one, one either. Yeah. I've never seen one. Well, you saw one in San Francisco on the park bench this yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I did. It's nice. Um, it like gets the, gets the job done really easily. You're just like, okay. There yeah. Go. Like, <laughs> it seems like something that no, could very easily like placate if a guy's being annoying and you're just like, I don't want to, f- all right, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Just like, let me do this for a minute and a half. And right. It's a good place. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely. Good. See, I had a friend who lost her virginity because she said she didn't feel like giving another blowjob. Wow. She's like, it seemed like less effort than a blowjob. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's romantic. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Heterosexual sex. Oh, God. Less effort than a blowjob. <laughs> she must have one hell right? of a gag reflex. <laughs> She's like, if a hymen is less painful than like, yeah, oh, that's God. crazy. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I was watching this happen and I was just like, it, yeah, it was like very shocking to me and like very upsetting to watch like yeah. this woman I love do this. And then I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. That would probably be the worst thing I, I I would guess. So and then for some reason I like 
started making out with her after that, which like was kind of oh. gross. And and then um, did, he, did so, he come in her mouth? Oh God, I don't think so. Oh wow, do you know I, though for sure? I'm pretty. Sh- I don't. I don't think, think you're so. a gold star anymore. No, <laughs> I think you. I think you might have had semen in your mouth. No, let me tell you, it didn't last that long. But we were also young, so maybe he did come like right away. I have no idea. It was just like a drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I'm oh gonna, my god, this is amazing. Gonna have to wash this gold star tattoo off. Yeah. Um, I think you're yeah. like a. a Platinum star. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't take you down to silver. I don't think no, that's fair. No. But like platinum, uh, yeah. Um, platinum. <laughs> so he left the room because I think he was feeling a little bit weird. Okay. Yeah. And then it was just like the. <laughs> two Isn't of that us. funny how they always start to feel weird after they've come? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're totally he left fine the room because they're totally he was done. Fi- they're totally fine with what's ever happening yeah. as long as they haven't come yet. And then they're like, "Oh, oops, are yeah. you too drunk?" And it's like, "What? You didn't realize that thirty seconds yeah. ago?" <laughs> yeah. They could be on like a little like a little raft in the middle of the ocean with sharks swirling around, and all of a sudden they they come and they're like, "Hey, guys, this might be dangerous. This right, situation exactly. that we're in. We I, should get out of here. We need to talk about this." <laughs> I'm pretty sure the expression on my face after watching that was just like a total boner killer, and that's probably obviously like oh, why man. he might have left the room and been like, "Oh, one of these people isn't happy with what's going on. <laughs> you, I'm just gonna like tap you, dance. I'm gonna go see if she has an Xbox in the living room. <laughs> you can defeat the penis with your sad face." Yeah. <laughs> oh god. My my entire aesthetic is designed around defeating the penis. Like yeah. I want no one to ever look at me and think, "Hmm, I could fuck her." Yeah. Like I just like, You no don't want to assist a boner in no, any way. No, I don't want to say I want to kill me as neither. many of them. Yeah. I want as many of them to just be so just deflated. The I would love that to me. be my brand as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm that that's it's why a, I don't I don't drink that much anymore. Uh, I, well, that's why I was so why I didn't I think that's why I didn't pick up on the fact that I'd literally been taken home by a couple because I just I, I, I had short hair like I dressed just like I do now and I was like, why would this guy want to be in the room with me? Like I it just didn't it didn't compute to me. Yeah. And then he seemed very surprised when I told him no and I told him the reason was that I didn't want I was like I mean yeah your wife's hot but like I don't want you in the room yeah and he was like oh like he was surprised by that really yeah like totally surprised because they don't think that we have identities outside of them it's like it's very much like you don't want to see me yeah you don't want me in the room you know like (laughs) you don't exist when I'm not here it was very shocking for him and I and I just I can't really figure that out looking back but yeah whatever it didn't happen so um, the, the best part of this first threesome I have is that my girlfriend, uh, later had sex with him and didn't tell me <laughs> not that, not that same night, but like another time. I uh, bet it sucked. God, I'm sure twenties. Yeah. <laughs> it was, sucked yeah. In, in past tense. That, that was, that really like ruined. Uh, yeah. Now, like if, I mean, you know, I'm married now, so that's like yeah. behind me, but like had anyone else in the future that I dated tried to bring a threesome up, I would have been like, 
nope, this is code for this is somebody else you want to just fuck at a later yeah. day. Yeah. No, thank you. And I think that was kind of like the scenario for me. It was very traumatic. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm glad I can laugh about it now. Yeah. Because it is also kind of funny. Yeah, it is funny. But I can't <laughs> can imagine how traumatizing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're like a 20, 20-year-old lesbian. Oh, man. Uh, that with the first person that, that you're like super in love with, yes. uh, and then I was that happens when I was that age. I that's was a lesbian's falling, nightmare. Oh yeah, for I, her to be I was like in love with. I was pretty much in love with everyone I ever made out with in my early twenties. Yeah. Like right away, like I just had no. I was so inexperienced with like with sex and with affection and with like uh, attraction that once I figured it out that oh I'm attracted to women. This is why like. The connections that I thought in my fucking brain that I was developing with like every woman I made out with would have that would have like destroyed me to like yeah you yeah. know now I was like whatever but well, um, I think like when you're young you have a hard time separating attraction and like feeling yeah so oh, it's yeah. like yeah. I'm attracted to them I must love them yeah. you know and it's like. When you get to that point where you're like, yeah, they're really hot, but they're also a horrible person. That's yeah. when it's like, you know, I feel like that's maturity. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was my like my late twenties for sure. Was I was able to like finally separate those feelings and yeah. Sometimes I think that when you're younger, you equate misery with love. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm feeling miserable, so I'm. This must be like yeah. serious and real feelings mm-hmm. because I'm so or just miserable. Like crushes, right like crushes that like consume your thoughts and stuff. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have those until I was into my early twenties because I sort of skipped all that in high school because you know you're socialized to feel that way about boys, and I didn't feel that way about boys, and I just. So all the yeah. things that my friends were going through when they were like 15, you know, all the like boy crazy, the girls and they were crying over sleepovers and shit about boys. Yeah. I never did that. So I, once I got into that phase, I was like in the latter half of my college time, you know, yeah. and, it's, and so it's, ugh, it was not fun. It's, it's, it's necessary, but it was just like, I wouldn't go back to that part of my life if you paid me. Like no. there's just no way. Yeah, no. It's so like emotionally draining. I can't even imagine giving that much thought to a a person now. Like I'm 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 in a relationship. I'm very much in love with my girlfriend, but like if I were single right now and just dating, I don't think I could possibly let like let someone just consume my thoughts in that way. Yeah, I mean that's a, I I have a bad. I I'm, I'm I have an obsessive personality, yeah. so I'm bad with that. Like I'll yeah. like I'll just I'll, like it's all or nothing, yeah. you know. And like I'll haven't seen I'm like won't have seen the person in like six months, but still I'm like I'm not gonna make out with somebody else. Like oh yeah, you know yeah. I'm yeah. bad. I'm really bad about that. But I've kind of broken out of it as I've gotten older, which is nice. Yeah, because sometimes it just feels like a curse. It feels like you're possessed. It's yeah, like you it can't. Does. Like you can't make it stop, and you can't focus yeah. on anything. You else. can't focus on anything else. You yeah. can't cut it off. You can't feel happy or complete. You know, it's such a it's such a weird thought. I don't know if that's conditioning. Like, have we been yeah. conditioned to think that that's love, or have we been conditioned to be so dependent on having someone else outside of ourselves? Yeah. You know, like I think about that a lot. Like, did I am I just like slotting in like someone in like where my mom should be or my where yeah. my dad should be or mm. where where God, I was told God was instead yeah. of like actually into this person? Yeah, you know, like pining is different than love, and it's just yeah, pining was a weird feeling of just like wanting this person and who in hindsight was like someone I'd made out with one time. Like, yeah, it was so, I can't even believe that now. Yeah. I was like sad for like eight years over the person that I lost my virginity to. Yeah. And then we became Facebook friends and he is just 
I, I, I can't. I wouldn't even be in the same room as him now. You know, <laughs> I spent eight years crying wow. over like some dude who's like a part-time personal trainer at a <laughs> Blink Fitness in <laughs> fucking Houston, Texas, and has like a a fat wife who <laughs> teaches kindergarten and like ugly children. And I'm like, this is this could have been like. I spent eight years oh, crying that man. I didn't get this. Like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Right, like, right. you know, like, but you just like, I think you just, when you're young, you make those bonds with people. It's yeah. not even yeah. about who they are. It's just about feeling cl- that intimacy and feeling yeah. close to somebody. And I think it's hard. I think like I grew up in a really cold household. And so it was difficult to like transition into being physically intimate with somebody. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I think like the mix of endorphins and everything that it does to you physically definitely like it takes a while to almost like gain control over that yeah and to to be able to control the way that um it somebody like else can affect you, you yeah control over it yeah it's like yes now i can do this yeah, yeah that's why i've never been a person like really for casual sex which is probably like why i've never really been into threesomes and just had two super awkward ones <laughs> but um <laughs> ha- have you ever had a good threesome no, I've only had one. Yeah. I've only had one, and it was like a million years. I was really young. I was like 19, and I was working at this, one of those Kirby vacuum cleaner places. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're from the Midwest. Yeah, where you my go mom like, has a Kirby, and they're like, they're like this, what is this? It's, they're like the greatest, they're like the Mercedes-Benz of vacuums, basically. But you sell them door to door, so you go to yeah, you go okay. to people's houses and you knock on the yeah. door, and then you like I think someone came to our door and sold yeah, that's how my, that's my mom twenty years ago, and she still has it. Yeah, that's yeah. entirely how they're sold. And I got a job working at the at the vacuum cleaner place. Amazing, going door to door. So please and tell me this was like a couple you were trying to sell a vacuum to, and it turned into a threesome. Because, no, it's actually. Oh. I wish that would be that would be straight out of the most like that, D-list porn that, plot yeah. ever. My my brother, my brother delivered appliances for Sears for a couple mm-hmm. of years, and uh, he yeah. he got fucked all the time. Wow, like, all the time. He was really? like he was young. He was like a good looking dude. He was really handsome. He was like yeah. twenty. He was like yeah. twenty two, twenty three, yeah. like twenty two to twenty four. Really handsome. Very confident you know yeah. had this like dark hair dark skin like kind yeah. of thing and like this old yeah he was like he That's said amazing. like he like show up with a washing machine and like these ladies are like <laughs> slamming the door yeah. behind him. <laughs> i was like what can i just say i i used to work at sears and the guys <laughs> the guys that work in in appliances haven't made like yeah. they, they get the highest commissions they're making the most money they are like the superstars wow. at sears so i could see why your brother would have like the confidence to yeah. like yeah, the appliance like, yeah. Sears confidence. <laughs> yeah, the, the Sears appliance the confidence. confidence. Only a brand new Kenmore washing machine can bring you. There's yeah. a lot of really successful like male uh, stand-up comedians who are like used to be appliance salesmen. Yeah, that's a that's a. It's a I was it's in a, the electronics section. I sold big screen TVs when they were first coming out. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah. Uh, it was because uh, at first it was just like the flat screens, uh-huh. and then we would have like a couple, like two plasma TV models. Oh, plasma! That was and a you big were thing. always trying to like get oh, old, yeah. the old people who still shopped at Sears to like yep. come around to the plasma because your commission. Because back then they were like six thousand mm-hmm. dollars for a TV. And I'm like, now you can get I an could pay for plasma for like twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so yeah. So I was like going around with the with the with. I was just learning how to sell the vacuum cleaners, mm-hmm. um, and it was a terrible job. It's like one of those things where they rip you off. They tell you that yeah. you're going to make all this money, but it's basically minimum wage right. plus commissions if you you know. They give you like the the earnings estimate. They give you is like the best case scenario. Right, like they right. They had one guy in the history of the company make this much money, so now they tell everyone that they right, make exactly, that much. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. And so it's like, a, we're like, I'm going out to train with this guy um, who works there. I don't even remember his name. It's such a long time ago. And his his girlfriend worked at, worked was the was the receptionist at the vacuum cleaner place. <laughs> she was really attractive, like really, really hot. I thought yeah. she was really gorgeous. And so he and I are going to a house to like do a, do a, a sample. Mm-hmm. This is how the vacuum cleaner works. You have to like pour wine on their floor, you know, and then like vacuum yeah. it up and stuff like that. And so we're about to go in and he's like, you know, my girlfriend uh, thinks you're really cute. And I was mm. like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Every lesbian in the world knows what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, know. I know precisely where this is going. <laughs> I wasn't quite that smart. <laughs> And so, yeah, he invited, he said that she'd always just, that they were getting married and she'd always wanted to like have the experience or whatever. And I had actually never been with a woman at the time, but I was really attracted to her. And so I said yes. And I went over to their house and like, I think he gave me like peppermint schnapps shots, just something real bad, like, you know. And then, uh, yeah, then she and I had sex. And he watched, Mm -hmm. um, which was gross. Yes. (laughs) Just a weird, weird thing to have an audience, you know, like. Especially all fueled up on peppermint schnapps. All fueled up, you know, and I was like, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, you know, peppermint schnapps. I was like, kind of like, you know, like, I I, I just like, I I was very clear I didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to have penetration, like no penetration, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of cool because she and I, like, she was obviously, like, pretty gay. Because as soon as we started making out, like, both of us just forgot he was there, like, entirely. And just, like... You know, she he was like trying to like come in, like sneak in from the side, and she was just like shoving him away. Yeah, like <laughs> kicking him. <laughs> My goodness. So it wasn't like that dramatic. The yeah. upsetting thing, the really upsetting thing, and I should never admit this publicly, is that he videotaped it. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, man. How did you so, find? Did you know that at the time? Yeah, I knew that at the okay. time. I just doesn't. I was just so dumb, so yeah. young, yeah. And so yeah. dumb. I just wasn't thinking about. I was really sheltered growing up, and I just like didn't. It took me like a year. I left home when I was 17 and it took me just like such a long time just to kind of like get my bearings on yeah. things because my parents had never really taught me anything. Like yeah. I didn't know what a threesome was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know what peppermint schnapps was, yeah. you know? It's, it's <laughs> like you're learning all these things kind of suddenly. But yeah, he totally taped it. And that is some, such a, been such a terror my entire like adult life. Like so it was like 20 years ago and I'm still mm-hmm. scared he's so going like, to like pop out. He's just going to like pop out from behind a bush one day with yeah. like, you got the tapes. <laughs> yeah, I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified that like somewhere on Pornhub is just like yeah. a video. Although at some point, it's like- possible. But I was like. 18 and I looked really good so (laughs) that was like my peak nakedness (laughs) you kind of want to find him and be like can I have the tape I I mean at some point he would have had to like jump through some technological hoops to get that out there I'm assuming this if this was 20 years ago then it's not on yeah it was a VHS yeah Yeah. so you'd have to have it converted to like DVD 
or he'd have to get it onto like it, I, I think you're safe. You think I don't so? think it's gonna end up on the internet. You it's yeah. too hard to get a VHS onto the internet. You know, yeah. like too many steps involved. I think I, I think that's right. Yeah, I don't know Maybe. if anyone would would go through it. Yeah. <laughs> um. What was he jerking off at all? Yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, that yeah. would creep me out so much. <laughs> Anytime yeah, I watch like, a movie or a TV show and it's like a dude's supposed to be jerking off, like I ugh. almost have to turn it off. It that the like face they make and the yeah. sound is like the creepiest thing to me. And and again, I think this is why like my threesomes have been as soon as the penis comes out, I'm like, I'm no so uncomfortable right yeah. now. Why'd I even entertain? Yeah, this? yeah. Are you do you feel like physical revulsion towards it? Um, I kind do. Of, yeah. 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 I the last time well the only time I've actually seen a guy jerk off was when I was in a car with three of my friends and we were on the highway going to Austin, Texas. Yeah. And we looked over and this guy was in a Jeep Wrangler like with the door you know like the door and the top were off of the vehicle and he was furiously masturbating yeah. looking over at our car like mind you in like a six lane traffic situation. Wow. So not only was he an incredibly unsafe driver in that moment, but, <laughs> but it was so, I remember it so vividly. It was so awful. Yeah. The, the two times that, um, I've caught guys masturbating in cars, one was in new Orleans and I was on like a street car with my friends and my one friend looked over and was like, Oh my God. And I look <laughs> and this guy just has his dick out and he's driving next to the street car, just staring up into the street car and just like jerking Good off. God. I thought I was going to puke. And then another time was, <laughs> was uh, puke. was in traffic. Um, on a highway and this truck driver like I could just tell by his face what was going Uh, on and like also really disgusting like I can go to like a nude beach and like if there's you know dicks everywhere I don't care about like nudity in that context it's not that dicks gross me out it's what they do with them that, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like once the penis becomes like sexual, then I'm like, Ooh, yeah, get yeah. it away. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see it as a sexual object. I just see, it as yeah, like, Ugh, what the fuck is that doing a in the tool room? Of like the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. It I really remember is. when when I first uh, when I first came out to uh, one of my friends, and it was when I was still saying I was like bisexual, mm-hmm. and um, I remember those thirty minutes of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot that I kind of said that. In third grade, calls it third grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, and then she was telling me how like obsessed she was with her boyfriend's penis and how much she loves watching it get hard. And she's like, "Oh my god, Oof. I just get like so excited and like I'm staring at." It. She's like, "Don't you just like crave that oh, feeling?" I- and I was like, "Nope, never, absolutely not." Yeah, and like. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I was just, like, "Wow, yeah." I guess I, I am like super gay because that yeah. doesn't seem. That seems like I know a lot of straight women though that are like, "I don't want to see it. Just yeah, just get it in me." Yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like my my. I have a friend like she's like every time we go out like drinking, she'll like leave and she's like hook up with some guy like on Tinder or Pure yeah. or something, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Bye, Brooke. I'm going to get." Fucked all night. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, gross. <laughs> like, I'm going to go home and smoke weed. Yeah. Like, not, what yeah. like, I just like, that's just like, it's like, it's just like that, that, like, just like going over and getting fucked by mm-hmm. a stranger is yeah. literally, I cannot imagine anything I would no. like to do less. Like, yeah. You can't, like, I. I don't yeah. like strangers. I don't like getting no. fucked. Yeah. I don't like, you know, it's just like, no, there's no. nothing yeah. about that that seems 
Also, the fact that she said fucked all night, I would have been like, listen, you know it's not going to be all night. (laughs) There's no, let's get one thing straight here, lady. See, I'm just like the dumbass (laughs) that I just think everyone's having better sex than I am. (laughs) I don't assume like my, I'm like, I'm like, it's uh, it's always sucked for me, but everybody else is doing it right, right? (laughs) It's always really awkward when I try it. I think everyone's just going through the world that way. Just assuming like, it's got to be better. Yeah, I, I feel like the, women I know who um, like straight or queer like I know Mm -hmm. queer women who really love penises and Mm -hmm. enjoy them and um, but like are also very like they like penises but emotionally they don't connect with men right and they're like like, yeah I like the feeling of sex um, with a penis or like with a strap on even though like those are two very different things but um, that yeah they they enjoy that and like obviously there's a biological yeah you know fit there but um but then like yeah other women i know are just like ugh yeah it's you know just something that they deal with if i don't look at it it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> if I don't like, like uh, yeah i've i've also heard from women that's that have said like women that are experienced with men and women are like yeah you know i actually do enjoy like dick but it's not worth dealing with the man attached to the dick <laughs> like it's literally just not yeah like there's too much other shit that comes along with it that you're just like no yeah. at some point they just sort of give up on on just men in general but it's not because their genitalia grosses them out it's yeah. that like we do like it but that means i gotta deal with the the other 97 percent of this guy yeah right. so yeah. <laughs> or or you could really like the guy and then the dick attached to right. is horrible that's happened to me before i've really yeah. liked somebody and then like hooked up with them and just been like oh i've you heard know. that too either it's a like a people. monster mm-hmm. and you're like no there's no there's like just that, not like it won't fit <laughs> yeah i'm just like i'm just not even gonna try yeah. or it's like too thin or it's floppy mm-hmm. or they can't get it up or like yeah. just uh-huh. like there's always like there's always like some variables it's just a lot of work it's just a lot of uh, I, uh, I just yeah yeah I, I'm just like a bong and a vibrator and leave me alone I'm just like that's good my new that's go. my new that's my new no that's not my new that's my always yeah. <laughs> it's reliable if you can it is it. there are yeah. fewer variables in that scenario I the last time that I had sex the guy, with a guy the guy complained to me afterwards about it he like came up to me and he was like I was it was really painful he, for him? Yeah, for him. Like and emotionally or physically? Physically. What? What did you do? Oh, apparently- <laughs> do you have one of those vaginas with teeth? Whoa. Yeah. What's kind, the term for that? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have one of those ones that Mike Pence fears the most? <laughs> I think that's his mother's. <laughs> mother's Mother is like that. Mother oh, Pence. Oh, God. Okay, who's ready for a true story? When I entered my MFA program this fall, I knew I was going to have so little time for cooking, so I wanted a solution that would let me have tasty, healthy meals in a flash so that after class, I could still have time and energy to be gay. So I signed up for Factor, which ships you ready-to-eat meals that are chef-created and dietitian approved They're fresh, never frozen, so all you have to do is stick them in the microwave for two minutes, and then they're nice and done. Um, The weekly menu has over 35 options. The salmon entrees are always my personal favorite, but they have um, a lot of things you can choose from, options for different dietary needs like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. They also have add-ons for when you don't need an entire meal. Um, I tried some good cookies and some jerky. Uh, No prep, no mess, and 
And when I looked into it financially, which was one of my main concerns, it was actually less expensive than uh, takeout and honestly really close to the cost of buying ingredients at the grocery store down my block in New York City. Uh, And then I saved a lot of time. So to me, it was definitely worth it. Did I mention that the meals are also really delicious? Like I've yet to try one that I didn't like. So if that sounds good to you, I think you should give it a try too. Head to factormeals.com slash dykingout50 and use code dykingout50 to get 50% off. That's code dykingout50 at factormeals.com slash dykingout50 to get 50% off. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow... Grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. No, I I have an IUD and like there's strings, little oh. strings that they use. Okay, and the IUD's kind of old; it needs to come out probably in like six months. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. And uh, apparently, the strings have gotten really hard and brittle. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's amazing! So I have yeah. razors inside my Holy vagina. Shit, this is so great! Cool. Like it's so I'm I was so oh excited. My god. You know, like the like the I didn't know how those. Honestly, I don't really know how those work, but like. The so, parking garage where you put like the car in reverse <laughs> and it like it spikes your tires. Right, right. That's what That's I have. Right. <laughs> Only Going inside. in is fine, but yeah. coming back out. Coming is a back out. Yeah, you'll never come out of here. You're stuck now. Oh my god! And this it's is amazing. Weird. And it's weird because like <laughs> so I was cool. like I was happy. I was like good. Good. I feel like you... he was like it's really painful to have sex with you, and I was like, "Good, I'm glad." <laughs> I'm glad and I was it. like, "I hope it hurt." The, I hope it hurt that last person too. <laughs> oh, that's so great! All of you, yeah. <laughs> 
But I think it's like law of attraction. I think I like like manifest it. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think you've earned a place in Marvel's Avengers. Like I think <laughs> what is like red cunt? What's my <laughs> I know, I feel like I need to make a comic strip. There has to be. <laughs> now we've like... got a whole like there needs to be like a multi volume graphic novel about well, you. Well if, yeah. if you need a pencil sharpened. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. We can just, this pod uh, is confirming my favorite. It's confirming all of men's worst fears about gay women, about like LGBT women at all. That yeah. we're just like talking about shredding their dicks or something. <laughs> I'm not even fully gay and I want to shred their dicks. <laughs> oh, oh that's my god, so that's funny. So great. I love that. Um, so so getting back to threesomes, um, I have a friend who was recently involved in a threesome, but then, like, it was a couple, and then um, a night of partying turned into a threesome, and then um, it became, like, kind of a somewhat regular thing, and then the woman broke up with her boyfriend because she was jealous and thought he was in love with... Oh, my God. My friend, and it was, like, this whole thing, and then she has to deal with this, like... Like, the woman just seemed, like, really kind of nutty and, uh, like, very needy. And, like, I don't know. So so I wonder how many relationships are ended out out of, like, the experimental threesome. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. like emotionally. I don't think I could... I don't know. How many times is a threesome, like, a a healthy thing that a couple... Is doing like the couples who are on Thrinder and stuff, and they're just what you the know, hell's Thrinder? Yeah, like Tinder for threesomes. Really? I've yeah. never yeah. heard of that. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm very there's disconnected. Like, there's like Tinder. <laughs> there's Pure. There's Thrinder. There's. I thought Thrinder was how Caitlin found her thruple. Oh with, yeah, it with the Israeli. Couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which pure? that would seem to be a good experience. Oh yeah, Pure is her. like straight grinder. It's just like oh, sex. Just sex. Uh, it's like okay. sex and like uses GPS yeah. to like tell you where like the people are. Okay. Yeah. So you can look like you could like just like log in and be like, oh, there's somebody like in Bryant Square Park who wants to get fucked right now. Okay. Yeah. Go Great. Find them. Yeah. It's just. I didn't it's know just about very, that one. Cut it's to just, the chase. Just very <laughs> cut to the chase. I just like yeah. I just think that I think that's so weird too. Just like ordering somebody on a phone app. Yeah. It's just really cre- that. Cre- that's weird. It, it kind really, of blows my mind a little bit. It really creeps me out. Like I know people who are like addicted. Yeah, and like have like a. I know a guy who has a tender addiction, and like he can't. He like has to hook up with somebody from it almost every single day. You wow! Know? Like it's all he thinks about. It's like it's in like he's seeing a therapist over his. Oh, tender, so he's like, trying to yeah. okay. over his tender addiction because he Whoa. can't like he can't stop. Tendering. That's exhausting. Yeah. yeah, that is exhausting. But my on the threesomes, my, my a good friend of mine, she. She, uh, for her boyfriend's, like, birthday, good job, she's like, I'm going to we'll, we'll have a threesome with, like, my friend, you know? Uh-huh. And it was horrible ideas all around. Like, first yeah. off, like, They don't, all knew each other? Like, yeah. All like, they were, I was friends with all of them, yeah. Uh. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. Like, don't, don't have sex with your friends. Yeah, you got to outsource and don't that. And give, don't give your boyfriend a threesome for his birthday. You're just setting up some weird reward system. Like, yeah. that's really, that's odd to me, too. Yeah. Like, that seems like it could go south big time. Like <laughs> later on, like you know, like you find out that they're actually hooking up for real. And yeah, like, I think like what happened is just like she saw her friend blowing her boyfriend and just like lost her shit and like well, yeah. started like you know like 
freaked out. Yeah. And then like completely cut that, tried to cut that girl like out of our friend group. And I was like, that's really like, not you're fair. You're the one that organized like, I get it. why like you're, I yeah. get why you feel uncomfortable, but that's not fair, right. you know, like to do to somebody. But I mean, it just, it seems like it's just never a good, I don't know who has that much time and emotional space to like, I want to deal with also being in mul- in like regular threesomes with my partner and having yeah. to deal with that. I don't even want to go yeah. to dinner with more than one person. I can't imagine like really. I I don't enjoy doing anything in, in a group. Like, so you're very. I'm solo. just very yeah. Like I would rather just go do anything with just one person. Yeah. Like anything. Go to a movie. Go to like I I don't know like more than one friend or more than like. So this Three's weekly crowd, podcast man. we do where oh, we invite a guest to talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing I like doing with multiple people. Okay. This is the only threesome you're down for. This yeah. is a threesome, not a this, group. This is, yeah. yeah, this is my version of a threesome. And then Karina's just watching. <laughs> Karina's the creep She's watching. She's here to Google anything until yeah. we, unless we need to, like a reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that uh, there's probably a good number of threesomes that start out as maybe a woman... Uh, either feeling like insecure mm-hmm. about her relationship and then wanting to like gift her boyfriend something, but then yeah. isn't really emotionally prepared to to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think there are, like are also healthy ones that are couples that are maybe polyamorous or have oh, open sure. relationships, and this is just like a a kink or yeah. something that they they like to do occasionally. Um, I know gay men who have had like thruple situations where they've had it's yeah. been like a three-way almost like a relationship i've yeah. heard that as well uh, i think it's a little more common with with men with yeah. men yeah. and where it's been like long-term and successful like not just a one-off thing but mm-hmm. where like couples will have one guy that regularly Kinda comes over and yeah. uh I have a like a I have a good friend that has like a great relationships with her partner. They've been a guy and they've been together for like ten years or a long, really long time. But like she just like she's a little tired of fucking him, you know. And yeah. so like they have like kind of like a, a friend, you know, like they have like a third person that's like not really technically in their relationship, mm-hmm. but they all they spend a lot of time with and they have sex with. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And she's just kinda like, Oh good, better her than me, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I think if you can like properly assign the emotions if everyone is on the same page, like yeah. I think that that would be the challenge, would be the emotional like what page is everybody on. Right. Yeah. You know, and I th- and it's there is something very unique to LGBT women because we are so often like asked by people to participate as though us being attracted to women means that we're like, oh yeah, we're just down for all kind all your whatever weird shit you want to do. Like, right, right. That's what we're here yeah, for. You know, right. it's there's something it's like a it's like a sex accessory. That's yeah. interesting. Instead of like the gay, the gay best, the gay guy who's like the best friend accessory. Yeah. Like the lesbian threesome. We're just accessory. like the, yeah. the the Reddit ask me anything of people. Like just like whatever, you know, everything can just come our way. We're like the type O blood of, you know, <laughs> the universal donor of your sexual needs. It's like it that that, that assumption is kind of shitty when you think about it yeah i i always thought that was a really weird thing that when guys find out that you're gay that they're like oh so you, are you interested in a threesome yeah. like because if you find out someone's a vegetarian you're not like do you also want dick with that like yeah. you're- <laughs> uh, and i know it's like they're fundamentally not understanding right especially if you if you, if you identify as a lesbian they yeah. still 
they still think like, oh, so that means this. Like, no, you're not. You yeah. you don't but, know what that. But means. then people like me mess it up by confusing them by going home and making them <laughs> yeah. watch Carol Channing videos. <laughs> uh, I thought this is what sex was. Yeah. <laughs> Which it they kind told of is, me. So, yeah. <laughs> Gay culture has led me to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. I don't know. I always feel so confused because, like, I I when I the last uh, threesome I got offered when I was at the Persian George Clooney's house. My my friend was kind of like, "Well, Brooke, you know, he's like, you didn't have, you know, he's like, I know you didn't have to, you didn't want to do it. He's like, but if you had done it, I would have been really proud of you." <laughs> and I was just like, what? "Proud of me? Like, am I like, it, are, are we required to have those kinds of sexual experiences right. in order to have like a full sexual like life, or are yeah. we able to be like? I always wonder that, like, how much of my own." Like discomfort is like prudishness or like being raised religious uh-huh. or yeah. my own like feminism and issues with like men, you know, miso- issues with like yeah. misogyny and sexual abuse and things like that. How much of it is that? And how much of it is them actually just being gross? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. anybody know? <laughs> I don't know. I just. No, I, I don't know because I, I've. I've- consider myself to be like a lot more conservative I guess mm-hmm. when when it comes to sex and the fact that the like experience I've had with um either like one night stands or my weird threesomes like mm-hmm. I think I could have lived a happy life without having had those yeah. <laughs> experience I'm not like well at least I know now I was yeah. like oh no I probably should have like followed my gut and been like this isn't what you're into Carolyn like this yeah. doesn't yeah do it for you but then part of me was like no you need to be you know open to experiences but it's i think it's hard to know sometimes feel like the fact that i've never fully participated in one makes me not like i like it's something i'm missing out on if i were to have a threesome it would be with obviously another woman but like i I, I don't know. It's like one of those things. I'm like, I don't think I'm really missing out. I don't think I really need it. I never felt like I was missing out on it's sex good. with men. It's like going to Vegas. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I've never been to Vegas. And honestly, I don't feel like I need to go. But yeah, if I, I did like... under the right circumstances with the right people, maybe, you know, like yeah, that's, that's exactly true. how yeah. I feel about I like, it. That's, that's, yeah. Cause I like having the experience of kind of like knowing what that's like, what the parameters yeah. of that are like in yeah. real life, but it's not really, I don't know. I guess I just feel like, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I've never quite wrapped my brain around it. Speaking of Vegas, I just got back from Vegas. Yep. Uh, I was at Clexicon speaking on a podcasting panel. Clexicon uh, Brooke is the largest uh, lesbian multi fandom. Um, Wow. Conference so it's like all the lesbian multi fandom conferences. Yeah. This is the biggest. There's such a there's such an overlap between kind of like fandom geek mm-hmm. stuff and lesbians. Yes, this was full yeah. of interesting. Very geeky lesbians. It was wonderful. Honestly, um there there was so much um diversity in the mm-hmm. in the people who were there and lots of representation and lots of um, like just a range of uh, queer women, bi women, bi women who um, are married to men. It's just cool to have like such a inclusive community mm-hmm. of women and trans women were there mm-hmm. and trans men and everyone was just like so open and supportive of each other and just like all relating to this fandom of these queer characters and um mm-hmm. And trans characters and what are some of the popular ones? Like, 
So this conference um, started out from the show The 100, and there was a couple, um, Clark and Lexa, and that was a popular one. Um, also a show called Lost Girl on sci-fi. So a lot of oh, them I've are sci-fi that. shows. Yeah, I've seen it. That's like a Buffy kind of like ish. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, Buffy too. So this is like a this is like the lesbians who watch Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, there there was cosplay mm-hmm. one day. There was oh some awesome. Did you dress up? No, but I'm going to next year. Are if, you? Yeah. Are you into cosplay? No, but I I do like um I like Halloween a lot. And one Halloween I was a uh, Dark Willow, and I feel like that costume would be a, a hit. Yeah, uh, it would be a hit. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, like that. I I really enjoyed being Dark Willow, so I would bring that back. There was um Was there any Game of Thrones stuff there? I know there's no like really outward lesbian couples, but there's a lot of like uh like shipping of certain characters. Yeah, no, it, no Game the, of Thrones. There's Xena. Well yeah, what about the tall the tall knight lady? Uh Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's not- I read the books like a million years ago and I've never yeah. seen the show. Um she She's kind of lesbianish. She is totally. She's six foot three, and she's like a warrior. So yes, but she in the show her character her storyline is not okay. There's not. She's a very non sexualized character, which is kind of refreshing. Um, They do have sort of a subtle undertone of possibly a crush between her and a male character, but it's not, okay. it's not explored at this yeah, point. Yeah. Cause I remember like thinking like in the books, like she's like, she's very like, she's very domineering, she's very domineering, very, very asexual, yeah, like very like, yeah. I don't want to, she's but, still like that in the show. Yeah. I, very much like, I don't want to be like a part of like the regular mm-hmm. gender, she's gender sort of roles. a non-binary. Like, she, yeah, yeah. She's kind of like queer in the sense of yeah. like her. Yeah. I was, just um, but yeah, there's like a subtle thing of like her and, Jamie Lannister, like, it, but it's not sexual. I think it's more like they just have a camaraderie that they've built, and they're like, they they care for each other in this weird way. But but it's not a sexual thing. So that she is sort of like a, she's kind of one of those characters that everyone kind of wishes would just like fuck a woman on the show. But yeah, yeah. it's probably never going to happen. But right. I was curious if there was any Game of Thrones. Like, did you see anything? Not that not that I noticed. Yeah. I mostly saw. Um, the the one hundred people were dressing up like that. Um, some some Wonder Woman stuff, um, and then the um, Xena cosplay oh, was Zena just off everywhere. The yeah, like yeah, but that's I, a classic. That's yeah. a classic. But I was, you know, I didn't spend as much time in the uh, conferences as I would have liked to, and like next year I'm gonna prepare better, and uh, because it was also my first time to Las Vegas, oh. and I was like, I want to. Eat at a buffet and yeah, walk do around. Do all the Vegas shit. Yeah, I liked Vegas a lot better really? than I thought I would. I okay. never pegged myself as a Vegas person, but it is such a silly city. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so silly. It's, it like, does seem like a big joke. Everything's <laughs> like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's everything fun. around like, you is just like a novelty. Yeah, yeah. Like if a carnival. you if you ignore the people with their fat Tuesday slushies yeah. that are like four feet oh, long, plastic glasses walking I were, around. I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it's. It's oh also now that weed is legal there the hotels at night like you come back and it's just reeks of weed Amazing. like everyone's getting I high. I did not know wow. weed was legal. It's I didn't legal, know. legal in Nevada. Oh yeah, okay. Nevada I didn't know that. Recreate? Did they have to do recreational? Yeah, it's recreational. I had okay. no idea. We went to a dispensary. Uh, it was my wife's first time at a. Um, 
dispensary yeah. and oh. she I've was like this is amazing so oh the customer service is just unbelievable unbelievable like, yeah, yeah. Our, my our weed dealer comes to our house and they're very knowledgeable but they're like they're like kirby vacuum salesmen they pour <laughs> wine on our floor yeah and we get high no they but they're very like they just lay out like all the different strains and like here's if I want something to help me with this or this or this and they've yeah. got it all. I would love to go to a place that can like yeah I no, can that, just tell yeah. them my ailments and they can figure it out. Yeah, that's basically it, and it has labels and mm-hmm. um, like different flavor options and cool. different forms and different ways to to do it. So that was cool. And then everything in Vegas is just like ginormous like everything yeah. is super big like i thought that the new york new york hotel was just going to be like one hotel and a facade of new york it is like seven buildings full of hotel rooms that are like almost the size of the chrysler really oh, wow they're huge and yeah. then there's like a big roller coaster around it they have a statue of liberty that's the size of the statue of liberty without the pedestal okay if that oh, makes wow. sense, the Eiffel Tower is Tower. two to one yeah. scale. Um, but the then they have the Arc de Triomphe, which is um, two thirds to scale. Uh-huh. Which I thought it was full size. It just looks enormous. Yeah, wow. And wow. the the fountains of the Bellagio were like twice as big as I thought. I don't know. It, it's like an adult playground. Mm-hmm. Um, they have with hookers. Yeah, with hookers <laughs> and legal weed. Yeah, I saw I saw legal a couple hookers. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were some Ellen DeGeneres, uh, slot machines deal, which, you know, I had to get pictures in front of for diking out and, uh, yeah, I don't (laughs) know. What are the, what are like the little things that like come up on like, is it like Porsche faces or like Porsche de Rossi faces or adopted dogs, dogs? (laughs) vegan food? Like what? (laughs) Little kids that are really good dancers. (laughs) That's what I was, that's what I was hoping for. But you know, I actually don't remember. And at this point I hadn't been drinking or smoking anything. I think like. Because we did lose five dollars in one of the Ellen machines, because we're like, we have to, we Gotta have to play it. it, yeah. But I don't think That's it was one Porsche's thing I would, face. I, would I know it said Ellen a lot. Like I think if you got the word Ellen like lined up a bunch, yeah, <laughs> then maybe you want something. That sounds like Ellen. It's just like her name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. her name in different Ellen. colors. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen. That's great. Yeah. Did you get four blue Ellens or yeah. five yeah. green Ellens? That's funny. Speaking of Ellen, so, so then I went to. Um, LA and I did um, an open mic. You know uh, Liz Glazer? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's out there now and she hosts um, a fun open mic. And um, one of the comics there was saying that she was at uh, Largo and Ellen had like a last minute thing there because she's getting a Netflix special and she's doing stand up for the first time in 15 years because she hasn't what? been doing stand up oh, with her wow. show. And that- she was good. Yeah, yeah. Ellen's stand-up actually, is very good. Ellen's stand-up is actually really good. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she said, you know, you could kind of tell that Ellen was, like, both a little bit nervous and, like, a little bit rusty and was still, like, super funny and yeah. super Ellen. But, yeah, if you haven't been doing specifically stand-up yeah. for, you know, over a decade, you, yeah, yeah you, she's going to be needing oh, to, to work out a little a bit. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. But then I also was like, I can't believe I missed... Seeing Ellen at Largo. Yeah. How do I get on that email (laughs) list? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. This comic was like, oh, yeah, I got an email saying that she was going to be there. I'm like, did Liz see her? No. No, no, no. No. But Liz is going to be a future Diking Out guest. She's great. Anything else we want to say about threesomes? I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't think it's for me. (laughs) 
Unless you really want to do it, don't do it. Don't yeah. feel like you have Unless to do you it. Unless you really yeah, yeah. want to. Yeah, if you can't. If you know you're... what we didn't talk about? Threesomes like three women. I know. I Because that would, if I'm going to participate in a threesome, that would be my arrangement. And yeah. I think that the hardest part of that would be emotional entanglement or like any, yeah. so you'd really, like talk about having to be on the same page. You would really have to like, like my girlfriend and I would have to be very sure that we wanted to do this together with this yeah. person. I feel like you couldn't very do sure. it with a couple. Yeah. I feel like it would just need to be like three horny single lesbians or like queer women. The dynamic of, you know, who's a little bit more, I, like who's a little more dominant. Like you get yeah. into like your sort of top and bottom kind of situations or like people like me who are just both. And like, it's, yeah. it's you know. I, I don't like, know. It's like, there's a lot of, there's, I, there's almost so many, cause then when it's a man and women, it's like, oh, it's like a puzzle. Like this piece goes here. Like you can right, figure right, it out right. easily, but there's too much involved. I think sex between women is so there's just different. 30 yeah, fingers yeah. running around. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, and it's so. Who's going to wear the big like yeah. foam hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The foam hand. I mean, what do you do with it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think because the way we have sex is so it, it varies so much. It's yeah. very customized depending on the woman and, you're with and right. yeah, it what be, the dynamic is. Yeah. It's not like it's not, there's not really an obvious move and it's, yeah, there's no go-to way that women have sex with each other. Yeah. So it would, I feel like it would be just like, yeah, a lot of elbows. Yeah. And <laughs> there would need to be like a, there would need to be like some communication before it, like some planning. Like we'd have to rent like a WeWork studio and like sit down and have a meeting. <laughs> it would be a whole thing. A WeWork studio. <laughs> a WeWork studio. It would just be, uh, it would almost be too, like with three women, it would just be more communication then it's that it wouldn't be sexy anymore it, yeah. would feel, it would just end up being this podcast essentially with yeah, no clothes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like watching uh the hundred halfway through yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just watch the hundred <laughs> oh that's funny uh but yeah i'm sure it's doable it's like it's it's got i'm sure there's a lot of people doing it but but it's something that i think would would be a lot of like Kind of, you you would have to really nail down your communication beforehand. Yeah, communicate and, and right probably person. don't do it with a couple. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. like in, in a world where I was like single, I would definitely yeah. consider it with like two women that I had no idea. Like they'd have to be strangers, basically. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening and you've had a good uh, All threesome, lady threesome and let us yeah, know. or a threesome with a couple, and you're like, yeah, no, it's actually awesome. Yeah, let us know because our Tell experiences. Us how we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let us know how wrong we are about this, but. From everything we've heard, it's a little bit messy. Yeah. Uh, We like to end our show with a random question. And because I flew in on a red eye. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I came to this podcast. I didn't really think of one. But maybe because I was just in San Francisco. uh, What what do you think is like the dikiest city? Ooh. I don't know why Pensacola, Florida came up. I've never been there. I just, my mind immediately, it was like St. Paul. St. Paul? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It has the kind of like, where was Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> I don't know. Milwaukee was was it filmed in Milwaukee? Or was old? the? Let's figure it out. Where was Laverne? Where did Laverne really take place? I um, think that's the case. I think. I mean, I obviously like you. You can say New York is the most ist anything, but. I don't think New York is the gayest city. I really don't. No, no. I, I thought oh, the dykiest city. I lived in Austin. Austin oh. was pretty dykey. Okay, I could see that. I yeah. was very much involved in like. The, I'm inclined to think warm weather cities would be. More yeah, dykey. I was very much involved in like the LGBT. Milwaukee, Milwaukee is where Liverpool community in um, 
Austin, and it was pretty big. Yeah. You know? And it, like, even had, like, little, you know, like, a lot. It was large enough to have, like, a significant number of, like, sub like subcultures, like mm-hmm. the femme lesbians and the, oh. uh, the trans people, the yeah. trans lesbians. It was very... Yeah. That's Austin cool. was big, definitely. Yeah. I, I do think Los Angeles and... Because of the L word, might have and like everyone's hot there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just everyone's spotted. Hot. I mean, are people more likely to be lesbians if they're hot? Yeah, like I, I just you know, I don't know. It's just more. I feel like I feel like people were probably pretty sexually open there. Like maybe not necessarily like the hard line. Like this is my orientation, but I just imagine a yeah. city where everyone's well. Like just kind of we were talking about on the last episode that like a lot of um, women in Hollywood just kind of have girlfriends and are like yeah. whatever about it. Oh, one person that we forgot to talk about um, and she was on my list and a listener was like, how did you not talk about her? Was Haley Kiyoko. I uh, don't fully know who that is. Haley Kiyoko. She's a, a musician, right? She's a musician and an actress, and she was in the movie Bex, and we didn't mention it when we had oh, the episode about Bex. Yeah. And um, she is actually like came out as a as a gay woman and cool. is all about like representation and having songs that are relatable and talking about it so that women uh, who are queer have stuff that they can relate to and not, you know, yeah. have to stick to she what? Oh, she directs her own music videos. Oh, cool. oh. all right. Yeah, that's a power dyke. I was right gonna there. say that's a power dyke move for sure. Yeah, so she's definitely a, a cool, great queer lady in in LA. But yeah, no, in LA there are. I was saying like so many people in LA just look TV ready yeah. when you yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah. Whereas like in New York, people look TV ready, but more like TV ready to be um, like a witness on the local news. Like we all look like, like we've yeah, just definitely. seen something a little bit traumatic. Yeah. yeah. We're more of a hidden like, camera show TV ready. Kind of yeah. People. At the, at the open mic I went to so many of the comics there just looked like they oh. came from a casting call. Yeah. Uh, I, I, did, like, yeah. I will the never be me. in LA is so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I shouldn't say that on air, but like a lot of the shows I did, I was just like horrified. I I see. I haven't done actual shows there yet because I'm only ever there for like one or two days and have other things going on. So like if I can swing a mic, but it's always a last minute trip. So Mm -hmm. um, I've yet to go there. I want to go to LA. You haven't been to LA at all? I I would actually, I mean, you know, I want to be a TV writer. So I'm like, I'm either going to live here or there. So now we're going to move there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I'm like really. I feel like I gotta get my. I gotta get. I gotta tighten up a little if I want to go out there. I yeah. gotta get. I have a little more tan. I need to lose like a few pounds. I don't know. I just yeah, feel they, like I would go there and people would be like, "You, you're here from Brooklyn. Like, what? <laughs> what who are you?" I know the, the weather was. I can't rollerblade. It was 85 degrees, and there were all these women in shorts, and I was just like, my legs will never be that tan. Like, I would yeah, have no. to. Like walk uphill carrying like lots of weights or something yeah. to get I don't my do well with caps sun exposure. that temperature. Like yeah. I would just just be like, Ugh. like I'd be one of those people that carries yeah. an umbrella on a sunny day to not be sunburned. Yeah, yeah. I would gotta be. I'm gonna be so lame in L.A. Yeah, wait. all the all the dykes I spotted out there were all looking gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah. fit. I'm and, safe here. Yeah. <laughs> so LA is probably the dikiest city. No, is that but, what we but, decided. But you well, know, I, I feel like Midwest though the oh, aesthetics the mi- of the yeah. Midwest, oh, Midwestern aesthetic, lend is perfect for dikes. Be, yeah, Absolutely. so I feel like yeah. Los Angeles is like 
actual lesbians, mm-hmm. like very lesbian city, but like Midwest. When I you look pro- around, you feel very comfortable. Yeah, like, yeah. Minneapolis, yeah. St. Paul. I think you're. I think you hit the. I just yeah. think. I, th- yeah, I, think, I think you're right that's onto something. With I think that. it's cold. I think there's plaid. I think there's beer. Like there's yeah. just something. Yeah. It's, just, it's the aesthetic. Yeah, it's yeah. the style. Yeah, the women <laughs> sure there are more... handy. Yeah. Are there a lot? I don't know. I want to move to. There's a lot of. I don't know. I want to move to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I want to hang out with like tanned lesbians. Yeah. That's fun. Trip. Like, get me out of Coke land. I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to Tan Dykeville. That's where yeah. I want to go. <laughs> uh, Brooke, where can people find your comedy and see what you've been up to? Uh, they can find me on Facebook at Brooke Ashley Arnold. My website is brookearnold.com. And, um, yeah, I th- that's where they can find me. Great. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And uh, you can find us at Diking Out on social media everywhere. And you can also go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Diking Out. And we'll be releasing our uh, first Patreon episode this Ooh, week. Whoop. Yep. Just for our Patreon listeners. And it's Meet Karina. We actually yep. were able to get Karina on the mic and had uh, a really fun conversation, including things like Jillian Anderson and Celine Dion. Yep. Uh, which are, you can't talk enough about that. No, you so, really um, thank you so much for listening. Dike out with us next week. Bye. Bye. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.